Well, well, hello. Damon D here. Oh, what a week. What a week. Have we all decompressed from uh, the sideshow? I know it's, it's all everyone was talking about. By the way, let's really... Uh, we're going to get into that uh, uh, in, on a, in a big way. Um, but it, uh, it was surprisingly interesting, yet uh, disappointing at the same time. Pretty odd. Uh, but hey... I uh, hope you all checked all of that out and listened to some of our advice. I'm Damon D. Of course, welcome to the Under Review Show. Uh, what's the Under Review Show, do you ask? Well, if you're listening, um, you probably don't have to ask. But just in case you do, uh, we talk betting, sports betting. Yeah, that's what we do. We uh, we pick and choose the coolest, most interesting, and uh, best sports betting-related stories from every single week, and we bring them to you. And hopefully we give you an, uh, a bit of insight into exactly what you need to do in order to make a bit of money, or we just bitch and moan and complain about what's going on in the world of sports. I, of course, am David D. I've uh, been doing this for a couple of decades at a pretty high level, so much so that uh, I've managed to uh, do this. And uh, and and that's, that's saying something, isn't it? Right? I'm doing this still after all these years. Yeah, of course, uh, the interview show um, is brought to you. We do it a bit differently here, right? Um, we have a, uh, a partner in, uh, in a, a sports book, an online sports book, and uh, that partner um, is uh, what they do for us differently, I'm trying to explain this here, is that uh, they offer us um, just the insight that you don't get anywhere else. Hey, a lot of people grab odds and they got like a, a sponsor that pays them a bunch of money to use their odds. Well, our relationship is not um, quite like that at all. The, we have a team um, over at betonline.ag and uh, they just work with us hand in hand and they're always communicating and uh, helping us out and telling us uh, all the interesting stuff that's happening, all the nuances and the and the, and the money changes and, uh, and the kind of the real-time betting. They're a big company uh, a lot of people do it so we, we get some fairly accurate uh, numbers and things as well as all the weird stuff that happens um in sports betting like happened the uh, last week and um, that we're going to go over of course uh, you can find us on spotify please go follow us there or uh on um, uh, itunes podcasts or um i think everywhere if you just google us you can go to underreviewshow.com we're even there we have a freaking website like come on we have a total website and everything um yeah, so uh, for all the latest odds and things, anything we talk about here today, you're going to find at betonline.ag. Uh, if you use the promo code REVIEW, if you hear anything here and you want to go sign up and deposit and um, it'll ask you for a promo code, use REVIEW and you can get uh, a little extra bonus in your account just for uh, tuning in. Uh, this week, we are going to talk a bunch of things. We're going to talk a bit um, a bit of Euro Cup. Um, the odds have been coming up and down, so I don't know if we're going to get the futures right now. Um, but just, just before I didn't write them down before, uh, before, uh, in our production meeting, uh, expecting them to be live and then, and then they weren't right before we came on the air. So, uh, you never know what's going to happen, right? With these, with these wild, with, with the odds and the wild, um, this and that, that happens, right? There's always a lot of drama. Um, so, uh, as long as those, uh, we can access those, we're going to talk a bit about euros. Um, and then on top of that, we are going to talk a bit about a, uh, an ultimate fighting championship event um coming up this weekend yeah with it with it with a guy who is like going to be the future um the future of of mma right um israel adesanya he goes and gets his butt kicked uh he's fighting on a main card ufc 263 a bunch of other awesome fighters also there 
Um, and that's what we're going to do today. So let's just get into it and talk a bit about what went down last week. Uh, we had the weird thing that I always talk about and rail on, the Logan Paul, Floyd Mayweather. Um, you know, I, 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 I talked about it like kind of backhandedly because it was a bit of a dumb idea, but also uh, not because celebrity boxing has been happening for decades and um and we're we're in a uh yeah we're in a, just a weird era it's just a bit different like it's just not a Danny Bonaducci or or retired Jose Canseco's it's a guy on YouTube which is like it's not like YouTube is some novel new thing we know there's famous people on YouTube um some of the more famous ones just happen to decide they wanted to go be a douchebag um and try to fight people like that's but this, once again, the concept is absolutely nothing new. Even the Prime Minister of Canada, I found this out this week, um, had a celebrity boxing match against another politician once, before he was Prime Minister. But even that guy did. I mean, this is so so nothing new. So when people go like, oh, you're ruining the sport, you're that's dumb. This has just been happening forever. Um, like freaking Muhammad Ali like fought Andre the Giant and shit. You know what I mean? It's like it's like this stuff happens. Not in, in an exhibition match. Um, and the reason why I end on that is because, um, this was more of what it turned out to be. So here's a couple of fun things to come your way. Uh, if you watched it or didn't, um, you know, uh, working with the, with the folks at Bet Online, um, they're going through, there's a lot of hype around it. You know, people are talking about it. the odds are insane, right? And Mayweather's at like minus 2000, minus 2,500, uh, to win this fight. And then later in the week, uh, after we were, uh, published, um, what happened was uh, they announced the rules and the rules for an exhibition bout um, were that um, there are no judges and there are no, which means there's no scorecards and there's also not a winner declared, not an official winner declared, which makes it really difficult to bet on a winner when they're not going to give you a winner out of the deal. So I'm sure worldwide, millions of people bet on either side, right? There's a lot of Logan Paul fans that thought that maybe he could do something or they wanted to jump on those odds. The point is, that's not a bet. You can't do that. There's no bet there. Who's Who wins? Well, they just say there's nobody wins. Um, so they had to get creative with it, right? All of those, those bets just disappear and become refunded. And then um, what happens is... Uh, um, uh, it was a big question for us to talk to the folks at Online. By the way, I put money on Mayweather like at, at minus 2,500. Honestly, 100 bucks got, got me like $3. But I didn't care. I just wanted to see him slap this kid around so badly. I just was, uh, I was uh, obsessed. Like I couldn't even, I knew it was dumb. I like knew. I knew. I'm like watching it saying I knew it was dumb, but I couldn't. I had to do it. And then when it went down to like, you know, minus 1850, I bet again. And then it went down, I think it got to minus 1500 at one point. I think they were just toying with people to kind of get wagers in there. Boom, I threw some more money on it. So I had like, I had so much money, like, like, like bet on Mayweather and I was going to win about like 1375 back. Um, but I was just, I didn't matter. It was the principle of this, of the, of, a, of an undefeated uh, uh, boxer destroying this kid. I needed to be validated in my opinion, uh, with my money. And then it all got refunded and it didn't matter. But uh, the guys at Bet Online got really creative with it and they um, they put some stuff together and they had like, uh, like where will Lo- uh, Logan Paul bleed from first? They had the odds on like the eye, the nose, the chin, the mouth, uh, which was really fun. Uh, they also said you could, they also made it set up so you could bet on um, if you got knocked out. So that's the only way that someone could actually win that an exhibition bout is if somebody gets knocked out and the referee stops it. 
right? So that's sort of official de facto sort of you win. This person loses because they stopped it because of you. So there was a way to bet on a win, but only if there was a knockout, right? So people threw their money on that. And then um, and at the end of the day, what we saw was, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't, my, I feel like I'm, I've watched every single Floyd fight basically. Like, like, you know, maybe apart from his like first four. But every single one of them, probably multiple times over the last 20 fights, I've seen them all a bunch of times. Um, and uh, and I think, I don't think he trained for this fight. So that's one thing. I don't think Floyd trained whatsoever. Like just put the, I know he, he supposedly, like he goes to the gym at like two in the morning, you know, just every day just to go work out and stuff. But he didn't train for this fight. I don't feel like that. And this is once again, watched hundreds of hours of fights with this guy. So I don't think he actually trained basically at all for this because um, he just, yeah, he didn't have, he always has a very clear sort of uh, technique for every fighter that he brings in. And it's just very clear right away. You can just identify what he's going to do. It's different every time, but it, you always see that he locks in kind of a strategy and it, and it just, it, weird, it was weird. It wasn't one there. Um, he also just didn't look ripped as he usually does. He also just didn't, yeah, he just didn't look like he, he really, really knew. He probably didn't study. Not that there's a lot of film on this guy, but he didn't. He usually studies guys um, for his defense. So that's one. One thing, um, piece of opinion I have on it. Second is, is um, Logan Paul looked too good for Floyd not to have carried him. If that makes any sense. You know, it's better than I thought, he said, you know, with, with, with it. But uh, um, I just refuse uh, to believe that uh, this kid's going to be hanging his chin out like he was doing with his arms down and doing that in front of Floyd Mayweather and not get completely popped. And I, I just think that I feel like there was an agreement before this fight even started. We said, hey, well, let's do this. We're all going to make a bunch of money. You're going to make like $50 million. I'm going to make like $25 million off this in a night for, for you know, for 20 minutes of work. Do you want to just do this? Here's the deal. Just don't don't knock this kid out because he wants to go make some more money against other people. We, we just can't do that. You can't knock this guy out. You can't make him look terrible. And I'm sure before, I, I'm sure if, if they couldn't get that agreement out of it, they wouldn't have done the fight. They just wouldn't have done it. And that's how I feel now. It's my opinion. And I hate this like weird conspiracy theory shit, but the only way I can describe it was that... Um, Mayweather didn't look good while he was floating him along. So I'm so confused about it, but that's how it was. And then, so what it turned out to be is kind of boring, kind of weird. It's kind of awkward, right? I don't know. Strange, strange, strange. Uh, and because of the strangeness, uh, I'm indifferent about it and weird. I'm not even happy that it happened. Um, but hey, you know what? Frig. Let them, uh, they made their money. And uh, let's hope this guy goes on it. That's a weird thing too about it is uh, <laughs> I think my favorite thing about the whole deal, this is the last thing I'll say on it, is in the post-fight interview, uh, Mayweather was fairly pleasant um, to the guy. And um, he was asked, you know, like, what do you think, what do you think of him? What do you think th this guy got some chops and stuff? And then Mayweather was super polite, way more than he should have been. Uh, it caught him off guard a little bit. And I think it was a really honest answer when he just goes, if he goes up against the big guys, he's probably not going to do very well. Sort of said, basically saying, if this kid fought somebody in his weight class, he would just get absolutely freaking destroyed without a question. I agree, but it was it was uh, Floyd going, no, no, that's not going to, it's not going to fly. Uh, anyways, that was that. And that was one of the biggest, so from Bet Online um, telling us all this stuff, is that it was, it was one of the biggest uh, 
you know, just amount of wagers that were coming in, one of the biggest they've they've ha- ever had. I mean, um, I think the you know the all time champ is going to be like McGregor Mayweather, uh, um, you know, which was just an absolute hype extravaganza um, for like pay per view vibes and every everything. It just it it was fine. But this one was uh, this rivaled it. It wasn't up near it, but it was you know in the top ten, which is so crazy to think about. But that's the kind of the power of these media personalities that are out there. So uh, take note, they're not going away, especially if they're going to do numbers like that. Um, they're, they're literally not going to disappear. Um, so there you go. Let's get into it. Let's talk a bit about the uh, um, the UFC coming up. UFC 263 is coming up. Um, yeah, it feels like it's been a while um, since we've seen a UFC event, right? Like, I know, I know it hasn't been, but... Um, you know, like we had a couple of fight nights. I guess we had two, like 262. I think that, you know, it, that it's 262 was like Oliveira Chandler. And I don't even know if it was like a, everyone's like, what? Oh yeah, those guys. You know, there wasn't, it wasn't crazy. It feels like the last like real, real big one was the Mazdaval fight. And that didn't, that happened back in like in April. Like, so it feels like, it honestly feels like it's been a few months since there's been a uh, an actual like big pay per view with a name that everybody kind of cared about, um, right? I mean, yeah. Correct me if I'm wrong here, but it's uh, it's it feels like yeah, it just feels like we we we've lost some time. Um, but at least now, you know, we've got a guy like Adesanya is supposed to come back, and and I think most people feel a guy like uh, like Adesanya still has a chance to be. I mean, this guy was set up to be the guy, right? Like he actually was was literally set up on a platter for the UFC to have their next big guy. He's got the personality. He's good looking. He's fun. He's funny. He doesn't come. He's 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 marketable, right? In that he's not like a total doucher. Um, you know, he makes good fights because he's exciting. He's also uh, um, you know, just good in front of the camera, like he can talk a little bit and get some game going, and then he blew it by just laying an egg. <laughs> Poor guy. Um, so as it is always with the UFC, like they don't want to see that going. You you get usually two chances. I remember um talking with somebody, a former fighter and stuff, and they said it's this sort of unwritten rule. It's like uh, you get like you get one fight, and if you lose, not that he's only had one fight, but just to give you an idea of the psychology of it, it's like. Get one fight, you lose. You get one more fight. If you lose that one, you're out, and that's if you like initially come in. And then, then if you're like a champ or something like that, um, it, the same like rules apply. But you've got to go through like a certain pathway um, to get there, you know. And so this is he's back. Um, he's he's got to work his way back into it. But gosh, the UFC really, really, really needs this guy to um, to do some things, right? They they, they really do. Um, so let's let's uh, let's talk a bit about this card too. The ta- card's gonna be fun. Are they a bit desperate though? Like like you know, what I'm saying that there just hasn't been, it hasn't doesn't feel like there's a freaking um, there's been a UFC forever. And then um, they pop Adesanya on it, um, and you go, okay, okay, that, that's good. Like who else is on it? This is this is guy's a hype card. And then uh, he's fighting Vittori, which is like okay, he's great, but nobody knows who he is. And then uh, um, Figueroa's on there against Brandon Moreno, and you go. 
Okay, I mean, fi- figure eight is like awesome, but no one knows who he is. That's weird. And then they go, oh, who's that guy? Is that Nate Diaz? Did Nate Diaz put down the bong and decide to go fight somebody? This is awesome. And then also another like classic awesome guy who's going to keep me interested is uh, Damian Maya, man. Love that guy. God, he's so good. Um, so now, now you've got my, you've piqued my interest. But at the same time, um, is Adesanya like the draw that he was even just, you know, a few months ago? And I don't think he is. Uh, weird card. Everything's just weird these days. But let's run through some uh, some odds real quick for you. Um, starting with, uh, with, with a fun, I mean, is it fun? The Nate Diaz fight? He's a massive underdog at plus 400 against Leon Edwards here. Leon Edwards is minus 600 on, on, on this. So uh, Nate Diaz is coming back. No bong. Probably a bong, but I don't think they make the pee anymore for that. Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, there you have it. Nate Diaz is going to be a fun draw. Makes the main card as a plus 400 underdog. Yeah. Ah, oh, man. See, is this is this saying something about the UFC? That they need this dude to bolster a card with a dude who's a former champ and the next big thing. You know, I always love just kind of looking at the shape of, of how these go together here. Um, how they keep these, because there is a right, right there. The matchmaking is, is, and, and it's not just about matchmaking, but it's card making, right? It's like you, you got to put like, uh, you got to put some thought into, uh, into the into the story that's being told in the in the ring, right? You got to give guys their shot. You got to build dudes up. Um, you know, you, you're using Adesanya's fame for Figueredo to give him a little bit, put him on that card as a co-main to say, hey, everybody, look at this guy, man. He's super awesome. Everyone's gonna see him. You're trying to build that star power, but then you also want people to pay attention, you know. And so you're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna sandwich him between a Nate Diaz fight, who for all intents is. I don't know if he's washed, but he's definitely not a guy that's like vying for any titles anytime soon. And you put him on as a massive underdog, super weird. Um, and then, you know, for the old school guys, you put Damian Maia in there because he's this classic. But you, you can just see how the shape of, of something like this works. Speaking of which, Damian Maia is a close to a 2-1 to one underdog. He's at plus 195 for this fight against Bilal Muhammad, who's a minus 230. Uh, yikes. Yeah. And... Um, the favorite though is to go over. We know how Damian might. I'd say like my favorite bet on this thing is uh, um, is going is is going to go over. By the way, in the ADS fight, um, it's it's favored to go under too. By the way, people just think Leon Edwards is going to stop somebody here real fast. Um, but that's that's a good thing to keep in mind. Um, <laughs> it's super funny though. Damian Maya, Nate Diaz, it's, this is like the 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 undercard is from two thousand and thirteen. Um, and then the main, the main, the co-main and the co-main event are 2021. They're trying to bridge this gap. They're running out of fighters. I don't even know. Um, yeah, I mean, hey, I'm not even saying it's an easy thing to do. Uh, let's talk about the 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 co-main event here. Um, Davison Figueroa minus two twenty five favorite against Brandon Moreno here. Um, this is this is a for a co-main event. Um, that is a pretty. Um, Jeez, it's like we we I talk about this all the time. It's it's not like um it's not like it's not like they can um, um predict what the final odds are going to be, but the odds one hundred percent 
um, are factored into creating these matchups too. Because you don't want some like absurd thing unless you're really, really trying to, uh, um, you know, get a guy, uh, get a guy some hype, right? So this is this is a rematch from December, um, with a draw. So he drew against Brandon Moreno back in December too. So um, now coming on as a as a as an ultra favorite here or a decent favorite against a guy that he drew against, um, right? Which is so weird. Um, that being said, like uh, um, Brandon Moreno is like the draw master. He's drawn always. Guys always seem to have a draw or two on their career, but he's got a couple. Like in the last in that last handful of fights, he's got a couple of. Uh, couple of draws he just loves to draw um uh he also loves uh you know decisions i mean he's um he, he doesn't have a lot of knockouts a lot of submissions but he doesn't have a lot of knockouts um on his career too so like a lot of his a lot of his fights are just that right they're 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 long subs or decisions i don't think he has a couple of knockouts um at the same time um, uh, Davidson Figueroa has a buttload of knockouts, right? Of his in his career, or, or the half of the almost yeah, almost half of his uh, his wins are by knockout. So we might see a snoozer. A draw would be sad. Figueroa, I mean, the the odds are saying right now um, that this is going to go under four and a half rounds at minus one thirty, right? So. Um, a, a sub or a uh, or a figurito uh, figurito. I always say it. <laughs> a knockout is 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 absolutely top of the uh, top of the list here. And then then let's talk about this main event here is uh, Mar- Marvin Vittori versus Israel Adesanya. Um, Adesanya is actually even a bigger uh, favorite than uh, than Figueroa is. He's at, he's a minus two sixty five favorite, and the two sixty five number is a weird one. Um, so we know that's moved around for money. I think a lot of money is coming on Adesanya here. Um, you know, uh, the, you know, the, the, the weird thing is, and it's, it's like, well, once again, I don't envy the guys that, that are making matchmaking these things, right? Um, it's, they're, they're, they're absolutely, um, they, they, have, they have a difficult job to do because they're shaping careers as well as doing this, um. And they, they, it's a difficult place to uh, to be with a guy like Adesanya, who who just who got, you know, a blasted at light heavyweight against Blackovich. How do you even say that, right? Um, yeah, and he, he he got beat up. It was just like lackluster. He didn't look anything like himself. Um, it was a weird, yeah. It was it was, it was a weird experiment. You know, they're saying that, you know, you go up there and you do this, you're going to, uh, you know, you're, you're on your way to being one of these multi-belt, super-duper stars. You get knocked off, and then and now you're staring at Martin Vittori, who uh, was on a hell of a win streak, by the way. He's a pretty freaking good fighter. Um, um, subs and decisions, though. Doesn't knock anybody out, right? So we know what this guy can do here. Um He's, he's, uh, he, yeah, he loves subs. He loves decisions. He doesn't knock anybody out. Adesanya, we all know what he does. He's going to flip and flop. Um, they got him set up here, but, uh, uh, we, we know the dollars have moved the number, but the number for Vittoria at plus 225 isn't that 
crazy. If you can get him at 2-1, to one, I don't know. Who knows what Adesanya is going to do uh, coming off a loss like that, right? It's, yeah, it's 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 going to be a weird one. I, I it's, it's it's a tough one to bet on. I'm a huge Adesanya fan, but like how many times have we seen this before? How many times have we seen these guys that walk in and they do spectacular things and then they get their first or second loss or, or a, you know, and it affects them deeply. And a guy like that who is so ego-driven, um, I think of the psychology of these, um, yeah, of, of these types of fighters. And uh, it, ch- it changes how I bet on them because of it. And I think that conversation can go on um, for a while because I don't know if I don't know if it's a sure thing. Because certainly, if this had been an undefeated Adesanya, um, that line would not be minus two sixty-five. It would be considerably more. All right, maybe they know something we don't know. Anyways, all those lines that I'm talking about are available at Bet Online. That fight goes off this Saturday. Uh, let's just do a quick rundown because I just yapped too long about that first fight of uh, of some of the um, favorites for the uh, for the Euro. Um, yeah, France right up there, plus four eighty, um, almost five to one. England in there, plus five forty. Belgium, the juggernauts, right? The Belgians were just they're unbelievably hard to beat, and they'd been building this young team for a couple Euros and a couple Worlds. Uh, yeah, um, they're, they're ranked number one, have been for many, many years, um, for since like 20, probably 2017, I'd say, or probably the World Cup. Um, but De Bruyne is not young anymore, right? Now he's, he's been banged up. Um, that's going to be an interesting one. Um, but Belgium is Belgian. Yeah, they're, they're, they were supposed to just run 2018 and then... They're they're supposed to, to to run roughshod, but they they they're they're getting older, right? Three years is a long time in in the football. Portugal, right, defending Euro champions, they did it right with Ronaldo standing on the sidelines. It was unbelievable. Um, geez, you know, and the way they won it too. Like, there's no repeat here. Plus eight hundred for them is is a bit. I think that's a bit generous, to be honest. Um, and uh, how, how about? Guys tied, all tied at around plus 900 are the Germans, the Italians, and the Spanish. All three, um, you know, all three are like these, these top crazy teams that, 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 you know, we look to as the historical awesomeness of, of, uh, of football. And all three of them just hanging around at plus 900 behind teams like Belgium and England. Um, Spain was so good, you know, at World Cup, like, 2016. Holy crap, so good. Uh, the Italians, though, so the Italians might not be a team that, uh, have been making hype internationally, but, um, here's what they do. Defensively, they're one of the best uh, teams on the planet. That's the way they've gone for. Um, they don't, um, they don't, you, you can't score on them. You cannot score. Um, Yeah. And they're in a group with like the Swiss, Turkey, Wales. Um, they're not. Gonna, no one's going to score on them. And and they're playing in Italy. Like uh, there's there's out of that group there, the plus nine hundred Italians um, are the ones I take. Um, I'm I'm like I'm looking like England here. I hate to say it, right? I have English lineage, but I'm telling you, man. Um, 
they uh, so so England's England's had terrible international results, terrible terrible for the last fifty years, and it's because of the pressure um, of being of England because they, they it's it's insane it's palpable when you take the turf the field um, as an English um, as an English international it's it's not it just crushes you it doesn't matter who you are and uh, and the this team that they've put together seems to just not give a crap as much and because of it they play a free style that England's not they they, they generally tighten up um, and kind of suck you know but since they lost to Iceland I believe in 2016 lost to Iceland 2016 game which I made a lot of money on because I could just see them. Um, they've turned, you know, they've turned this team into something um, something different. And England always had potential to do it, but they were never different. They were always the same old England. And uh, and if they could just get the guys, they got Harry Kane, they have, they have guys who can score some of the best scores on the planet, um, get them flowing. Um, they're a tough, they're a tough team to beat. They're plus 540 right now to win the Euro. Um, that is a sneaky, sneaky fun bet for me. That's a sneaky fun. And I'm going to say the Italians, the Italians and the English. That's, that's what we're probably going to put my money on. We'll talk more after the weekend um, because i got to send you off. I'm Damon D. This has been the Under Review Show. Thank you for hanging out. Um, enjoy UFC 263. Enjoy Euro 2021. Enjoy yourself. On me. Thanks for tuning in. Adios, muchachos.